Hey there, it's Matt Ryan. Are you enjoying this A7FL podcast? Well, I'm glad you are, because that means you can give us money. That's right, you can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. That's tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. Up there right now, we have some Thick Boy Season merchandise. We've got some Hus Hus shirts. And also, we've got some Corey Hammond-related merchandise coming soon. A Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond's t-shirt, hoodie, and a whole lot more. You can get all of them right now, sent to you nice, comfy, and cozy at tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. And also, you can find it in the show notes. Now back to that podcast you like. Time isn't linear, but the time is now for the A7FL 3-on-1 podcast. Hello, everyone. Once again, I'm your host, Matt Ryan, and I am joined, as always, by two of my favorite humans. You hear them every week right here on the 3-on-1 pod. He protects the line. He is a multi-time A7FL champion, and when he's in the streets, you know he's bachata on these bitches. It is Big Rob Fabian, and also he's my quarterback, and you already know who it is, Corey Hammond, boys. It has been an interesting couple of weeks here on the pod. We've had some big guests, but this week it's just us. And we're going to be talking about some hypotheticals for 2023. You know, next week, uh, we're heading closer and closer to Thanksgiving, boys. We're going to talk about what we're thankful for in the A7FL uh, in a couple of weeks and some of the opportunities. But two new teams have been announced for the A7FL 2023 season. We'll get that out of the way. Congrats to Nate Nail and uh, Coach Valentine, the management team over at A7FL Columbus. They actually have... A, uh, a combine coming up. For more information on that, you can check us out across social media or go to a7flcolumbus.com. But guys, the Columbus Explorers and the Picktown Guard Dogs will be coming to the A7FL in 2023. It'll be very interesting to see what happens when Columbus hits the A7FL. Also, solid team names. Good calls by the guys over in Columbus putting together some pretty awesome team names so far. Uh, Pick Town is an out, a suburb right outside of Columbus. You can read the article about these new teams at a7fl.com. But I have to say over the last few seasons, guys, the names in the A7FL have really upgraded. The names of the teams, at least. Yeah, since, since you know, we got rid of Spanktown, boys. I mean, we've been pretty good. I, and I you upgraded say. it to Snow Tribe because you already know. You know they're going to hate you, right? They're going to hate you so much. <laughs> Because of that, they're gonna they, they heard it every week, every week, and then they're gonna have to hear it twice during the regular season. That's amazing, <laughs> Corey. You have done it. I can't wait for the first games of the season when we're on the air and Corey's playing, and we're accused immediately of homerism because <laughs> right. our boy's gonna be out there in the all whites, looking like looking like the Michelin Man. <laughs> Hey man, I'm 205. Let's go. No, it's just all like all white uniforms. Like we've seen some interesting uniforms in the A7FL over the last few years. Um, a majority of them featuring the actual correct team names, logos, iconography, right. what have you. Um, DC Buzz best uniform in the A7FL right now, in my opinion. What, what are their colors? They're the neon green and purple. It's like it's like if the '90s attacked you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I like I like what BIC got going on. I ain't gonna lie, BIC and um the U, 
Nice. Well, all I'll say is, is BIC's red jerseys. We already talked about that. And whatever Savage did with that Red Raiders thing was an absolute mistake. I but, think red is just a bad luck color in this league in general, I think. Well, what do you got? Look, we're talking about team names and uh, jerseys, and that's nice. But that doesn't feel like the three-on-one podcast, boys. What, what, what do you, as far as, you know, because we were talking about uh, some of the, the, the things coming up you know, the way that some of these matchups might line up. Well, yeah, yeah, no, Matt, let's get to it. Let's get to some, like, what, what, what nice I, I like the names. I like the jerseys, but I like I like the, the product that we're putting out on the field. And to start with New, New Jersey and the East, I think that, you know, it's it's still shaping out. But, Matt, you got us excited talking about some of the potential matchups. What, you know, let's, let's just get it started this way. In Jersey, obviously, we want to see the BIC – you rematch if we get a chance. Of course, of course. But what other what other matchups might stick out on the schedule as must watch? Um, honestly, I think any rematch between the BIC and Gators, because you have you have the element of Corey Price going over there. Possibly, right. you know, we don't know what's going on with Lenny Manziel. He might go to DC. He might go to Bal- He might go to the Gators. I know we had uh, some conversations with OG Buck about that when he broke the news a couple of weeks ago, right here on the podcast. And I feel like we can't go get crab cakes at any point, gentlemen. But the rare breed schedule will be will be very interesting to me. Yeah, I'd like to see. I'd like to see rare breed versus the U. Um, I would definitely like to see rare breed versus BIC. Um, one that I don't think we're going to talk about much is I'd like to see Snow Tribe versus Renegades. Um, I'm actually excited for that one. And I would agree. I, I would yeah, agree. For a lot I want to also see Covington Heist versus Covington Heist is, is still East, right? Right? Yeah. Right, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Covington Heist versus, um, I'd like to see them versus the Snow Tribe as well. I also wouldn't mind seeing the Nightcrawlers versus BIC. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Mark Bagway and those guys versus Terry Codgerton and those guys. I'd love to see that matchup. I think that's going to pan out pretty well. What about what about maybe you know what about a Western thing, Rob? Or what do you Bro, think? Are you okay? Okay, okay. Like, are you not tired of talking about the West Coast every week? Like they, Rob. Bro, they suck. Bro, they suck, bro. They suck. I'm sick and tired of talking about the West. What the hell? What? Can you hear that? Yeah. What the hell are you saying? That's not me. What? Matt, fix your fix your audio. Am I, it's not me. Someone is he getting zoom bombed? We're getting f- we're getting fucking zoom bombed. Is that? Who is that? That's Rashad, Rashad Davis. The fuck? What the hell? Who gave him the link, bro? Yeah. <laughs> fucking Mark Cooper. God damn it. He did what? He just dipped. Oh my lord! Wow. I. 
Okay, that was unprecedented. Like that was weird. How was that? Uh, Rashad I didn't. Davis yo, I, I knew I knew Rashad Davis was a record holder as a, a returner and a running back, but I didn't know he was also a member of the anonymous hackers. <laughs> the pod crash. Like he's part of the pod crashes. What the hell is that? What the hell I, is you know, it, 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 we are recording this on election night, so maybe he's working with Mike Lindell on all those packets. <sighs> Mailing those ballots, folks. Mailing those ballots. No, I, I all right. So, so he it looks like he's back in the Zoom room. And he's gonna. Uh, we'll have him. Well, you know what, guys? We'll give him the chance. We'll we'll have a conversation with him because he's been on the other side of the ball in a couple of times so far this season. Um, if you heard uh, last week's episode of the other side of the ball, new coach coming in to the Insomniacs, taking over for the late Donnie Bunak. Um, right. for for. Let's talk about Vegas for a second because I know for a fact that Rashad Davis is a guy that is leading the Insomniacs right now. And he has taken that leadership role very seriously in the wake of Coach Bunak's passing. And I honestly think that those guys are going to be playing really hard football this season. And with the expansion of Vegas, you know, there uh, there's allegedly going to be more teams, we've heard Derek Duncan talking about more teams in Vegas, teams in Reno, a lot of stuff going on. Los Angeles is on the rise. You could even see Ohio going into the uh, a Western Conference, as it were. I think all of this competition is going to make all of those divisions better because they're going to have they're going to be learning the game against each other. And I think if hypothetically. I think this is the first year where we see East versus West in the championship. Like well, East I think, Conference I think champions and a Western Conference champion going at it in the chip. Yes. Mm. Wow. Well, what we were what we were talking about. Hey, my, service, got, my service, my service, trash, bro. Well, I mean, you, well, you did, I think you, it's probably because you're hacking in yeah. to our podcast, and I don't know if the, if the firewall is breaking or if you've gotten all the way through. Rashad, you got through that firewall, I guess? Yeah, I did. Just know that the last one we got stopped. My man's got connection like Max Headroom. You, you remember that? What the hell? Of course I do. I'm. A, I, all I did was stay in the house when I was. Do you, you think I had friends? I know I did have friends, but. It wasn't until much we later. Tell, we can tell you had friends not cut it out. But yeah, <laughs> damn. How many people remember that Max Headroom shit? That's crazy. That's, that's a but, wild but while, but while Rashad is dealing with um, what I would assume to be singular, uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to the West Coast, Corey, I think that would be the best case scenario for them because they'll be able to level up against each other. And the East Coast... It could end up being like the NBA in the 80s where you know there's at least one or two elite teams in the Western Conference, but the East is just a slog. It is a fist fight. It's like the 90s Knicks and the Bulls. I feel like that's the era of the A7FL we're entering into, and I think it's going to create for way more compelling playoff football than last year, which was by far the best playoffs in league history. Well, and we talked in the past couple of weeks, a lot about specifically Florida 
and specifically Vegas. And I think Florida was probably the centerpiece because we were talking with Buck about the Nightcrawlers, and we were talking with the Florida guys about their division. And what we what we centered around is that Florida's on the move. They're coming. They got the talent. And I think what we put together, even though I don't know if we said it a 100%, is what from year one to year two, what Florida figured out was that the talent isn't the only part of the equation. It's putting it all together. I think what we've seen from the top down in the Vegas division and, and the West Coast in general is that they're committed to putting it together the right way. You know, we talked about Coach Bunak last week and, you know, all the great things he did as a person and as a human being. But one of the great, you know, one of the, the maybe potentially lasting effects that he left on the A7FL was this infusion of Rashad Davis and Mark Cooper into the Vegas division. They're getting more talent out there. They're getting more organized. And although we do lose a great man and a great coach in Donnie Bunak, they're, they're replacing it with a personal friend of his that now has that extra motivation, which Rob knows better than anybody. When you're in a situation against a grown-ass man trying to beat you, if you have that extra bit of motivation that's going to make you work harder, make you play together, make you play for a purpose, sometimes that can make the difference. And I don't know if the insomniac actually primes for, to go from 0-6 to being one of the contenders, but I think what what Matt, you're saying, and what I'm saying is that the West, they went from year year one with California's year zero with Vegas. They Everybody's got that extra year under their belt, and they might be able to make a jump hypothetically similar to the way that Florida was able to go from being against the U, getting their butts kicked, and then coming back and being competitive. If that's what Vegas and California and if the Ohio teams are able to do, in their second go go round of the A7FL, then that West Coast playoffs and those matchups might be just as interesting. I don't disagree with that. I think the West Coast matchups will be interesting. I do I do agree also with the take that being that they'll be able to play against each other and foster more competitiveness amongst that group of guys over there. Um, I'm excited to see it. I think it I think it would suck a little bit. It sucks just a little bit because that's not what we're used to. But I think once we get the ball rolling and we see what the West Coast has to offer and then, you know, hey, who knows if the chips in the West, I don't think anybody from the East is going to complain. <laughs> well, what are some of the matchups that I think we might see in those playoffs? Because if, if the way things line up, you know, we West don't know Coast? 100%, but would, would, that, would that force – LA Aces matchup just happened a little later in the in the playoffs than that? I would think so. Mm-hmm. I think that that could come down to a division championship, a conference championship. Which would give teams, because what we haven't talked about in the three-on-one that the other side of the ball has covered more is that there's going to be the infusion of more teams in the Nevada area. Uh, excuse me, Nevada, Derek Duncan. I'll always try to correct myself. Uh, <laughs> Because they're opening up uh, Reno, and they, you know they got the Lake Tahoe Blue, which is which is a cool last name. But they got they got more teams coming in, so that might open up an opportunity for that second Vegas team, whether it's the Pit Bosses or the Insomniacs Rally. You know, get around the talent that they're getting from Florida. Figure out how a six five guy is 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 automatically good at football. I guess. Um. 
but maybe the guy we need to talk to who keeps breaking into our uh, our podcast <laughs> here is on the phone and has a decent connection. Rashad, can we talk to you yeah, now? I'm, I'm, I'm locked in now. I ain't, I ain't going nowhere now. I'm good. Nah, Russia got good. me dead. Uh-huh. Well, let's just let's just recap because Rob is really quick to always remind the listeners and the guests the crazy ass shit that I say. So let me just put it out there for you. You jumped on and, and, and hijacked this podcast right after Rob was talking about the West. And we're talking about the East and West playoffs, East and West matchups. What you got for us, Rashad? I mean, what, what you want to know? I, I mean, mean you know, hijacking our podcast. <laughs> what, what what's going on what's going on with the insomniacs obviously you guys have a lot to deal with more than just you know organizing a football team at this point but uh you know first of all thanks for you know ruining something that we love to do um you know that's sure cool. <laughs> but since since you're here let's get to it we've been talking a lot about you um let's hear directly from you thanks well i mean with the Sambiacs, as far as the football is concerned, everybody knows what's going on off the field. Um, rest in peace, coach. We ain't gonna get too much into that. But um, you know, as far as the squad, you know, we we're fairly young. Um, we revamped from last year, of course. As everybody know, I came from the Florida division. So, you know, it's kinda like coming in, um, taking control of the team as a leader on and off of the field. Uh, and just, you know, setting up a culture. It's going to take, you know, one day at a time, but we got the talent to, you know, do what we need to do. Well, that's those are the right words, and and I, I appreciate you, you know, going that route. But if you've been listening mm-hmm. to the podcast, a lot of guys are going, you know, not necessarily that high road that you just went, you know, maybe mm-hmm. including myself, to be honest, but a lot of guys are maybe taking the lower road. Uh, when it, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a lot of that. It's, it's been so, a lot of so that. So what, what do you have to respond to things like, you know, guys from the Vegas division that are already established there saying the things that they're saying about, you know, staking their claim and or guys from the division that you left, like our last week's guest, uh, Devon uh, Gray from the A-team, you know, kind of claiming that you got the speed for sure, but some of those records you're claiming and some of those things you're 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 you know basically prophesizing are going to happen next year, you know, might be more words than deeds. What what do you what do you got to say to some of the haters of Rashad Davis? I mean, for one, the film speaks for itself, so we just gonna start there. Like we could say everything, you could feel what you want, but like the film shows. Uh, so let's just start there. As far as Vegas, my thing is, we was on a podcast, me and uh, Pac-Man, I think that's his name. And the energy was just different. Like, he didn't have that same energy. He came up there with y'all. So it was like, I don't really trust anything he got to say. I don't really, I ain't really feeling it because, you know, I don't know, he just contradicted a lot of shit. So we just going to leave it at that pertaining to the the Vegas aspect because he is the MVP, right? I believe he, him I and RTC were, were the MVPs, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I was talked about more on the podcast when I was on him, so I don't know. I just felt like I was the MVP. I'm just say that. All right. So, so 
what about what about some of the guys in the floor division? Devon was saying, and you know the whole the whole record thing and all that. I I'm making light of the situation because you know, for instance, I could claim that I have all time records that guys would just right. not argue with me because it's not worth their breath because they look at they just groan like Rob is probably right now on mute that I'm even talking about it. So the record isn't the important <laughs> thing, but. But Devon Gray was talking about when you were on his squad in the, in the 2021 season that mm-hmm. uh, D West and himself had either in his words was more of the touchdowns than you, but I'm going to just make it, you know, I'm just going to be more of an asshole just to be blunt and say that they, they were uh, Devon was saying that they had the bigger impact as an offensive players than you did. What would be your response to that? Mm-hmm. And we have seen some of the film, but a lot of lot of the listeners and a lot of the players around the league maybe haven't. So uh, you know, right. enlighten a little bit, Rashad, since you're here. Well, I want to start pertaining to my journey in the A seven NFL in the Florida division. So I was recruited by Devon Gray. He reached out to me in flag football chat or something like that on Facebook. Now, mind you, I was in the process of getting back in the pro circuit USA track and field when I first got to Florida. So my mind wasn't even on football. I put so myself Devon in the chat. reached out to you based on what? That he played against you and saw your talent? Nah, he just honestly, I put myself in a flag football chat because I'm going to keep it real. Until that first game against the Nightcrawlers, the, the, the guys that you glorify that I made my name off of, I'm going to just keep it real with you. <laughs> you feel me? The same team y'all glorify. I didn't play – that was my first time playing football in like four years. Everything was just strictly track and field and getting my life together. So here come Devon Gray. He hit me up. I guess pertaining to my profile and everything he seen me doing, because, again, I was training for USA Track and Field. He hit me up. I was like, hmm, I ain't got no meats right now, so let me go out there and, you know, get the cardio, get in shape, test my body out. You feel me? So I went out there, and the first game, I scored six touchdowns. I think that uh, guy, what, Mike Will made it or something like that, he had, had five. And so that's when they had reached out to me. They was like, bro, like, you got the touchdown record in the lead, da 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 And it's the same day Mike had scored five touchdowns. So that's when the whole record shit came into play. I did that shit just to try to win the game. I'm going to keep it real with you. Like, all the touchdowns and all the records and shit, like, I just did that because I had to. Otherwise, we was going to lose. I'm going to go ahead and keep it funky with you on that end. If I wouldn't have did none of that, they would have lost, like, that one in four season last year, you would have seen the same shit two years ago. Now, that makes sense because when we looked at the tape, you weren't there last year, and that was one of the biggest differences. <laughs> Um, so the other thing, Absolutely. The other 31, other 31 point difference, 31 point difference. Cause I averaged 31 touchdowns. I'm mean, at 31 points a game when I was with the 18, if it weren't for my points and I was just solely returns, not even offensively. So yeah, he might be right. Cause he quote unquote, he do his homework offensively. Yeah. Because you tailored around just running the ball and you banked off me going out there and scoring all those returns. And I did in Florida, but I knew, you know, going against the like shit, they watched the top of the bottom, they 40 deep. So it's like, shit, you know, slim chest to none. Well, I mean, but I still did my thing. Yeah, and you scored against the U. Now, 
we always joke that I don't know how much they wanted to tackle you after you, you know, what happened to your pants. Yeah, but listen, you played your ass was crazy. Literally. Literally Who, played my fa- ass off. You're, you, you're trying out for track and field, so obviously speed is your game. But who's faster? I'm going I'm to do a, a, a rapid fire. Who's faster, you think? You or Mark Cooper? Nobody is faster than me in the A7FL, period. No, 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 stop. Don't no one else talk. Rashad, say that one more time, loud and clear, and make sure Nobody in the A7FL is faster than me, period. Not before, not now. I ain't going to say in the future because, you know, it's some some young dogs. I ain't going to front. I got some guys on the team, you know, two, three years away from you feel me? So I ain't gonna say future, but as a now, I know for a fact. Now Rob would be the first Crickets. to tell you that yeah. back when back when A <laughs> seven, back when A seven no, was telling nah. no things would be settled. These things would be settled right before mm-hmm. the game. Oh, yeah. This shit would right be settled with uh, with more than handshakes. Let's say so. Maybe we could set that up because that would be fun. Um, Rob, who do you who do you think? Just That's just cool. your just opinion. Uh, Matt Riddick, Rashad Davis. Man, let's find out. Man, hey, man. Let's make it I mean, not, I mean, listen. Not, the the race to make the race to make is Rashad, Matt Riddick, Ver, Daryl Verges, um, uh, Mims. Nah, we, we got to do active. We got to do active. Uh, we can't just uh, uh, NFL how, players. How, how you know he's not active? How you know he's not playing this year? You don't know what BIC is doing. What? Are, uh, that's like that's like. That's like me saying, I don't know if you're playing this year, Rob. BSC can do anything. I'm oh, not, wait, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me clear something up. Please, let me please clear something up. Dan Rob sleeping. is not playing on Snow Tribe this year. I don't know where that rumor came from. I don't know why my <laughs> phone is ringing crazy talking about I'm on Snow Tribe. I am on the analyst team, all right? I'm not playing for Snow Tribe. Man, you don't got to break my heart right in front of Rashad <laughs> Davis and Matt Ryan like that. Man. Come on. <laughs> And you already snow. That's like that's like my sad. You already snow, man. You already snow. All right. Anyway, mm-hmm. back to back to non Corey Hammond stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. I'm not gonna be able to go through this whole podcast. My my wife is laughing at me. Um. So Rashad, you're you're faster than everybody else. Awesome. Now, what do you got in store for this Vegas division? Are you you said you're gonna come out and and we should expect a Lamar Jackson 2.0. That means to me, and I might be wrong in, in the way you meant it, but that means to me that, mm-hmm. A, you're coming out and you're playing quarterback. B, you're putting on a show that people are going to pay big money to see. Is that what we should expect, or did I read into that wrong? Oh, no, you read into that perfectly. Yeah. You know, that's the standard, you know, just for me as an individual. You know, it's been like that for me since, you know, Pop Warner coming up. So how, you know, how much experience how much experience do you have playing quarterback or are you going to allow your athleticism to just be the difference maker? No, I have quarterback experience and then I also have offensive coordinator uh, experience, too. So, you know, I intertwine the two and, you know, do my thing. This will actually be my first like full season at QB because uh, with semi pro and uh, some flag teams back in North Carolina. You know, when the quarterback get hurt, they'll put me in a wildcat. But little do people know, like, I really got a big arm. You feel me? So, I honestly think, well, I know for a fact, like, I ain't going to front. I got small hands. So, like an NFL ball or a college ball, I can't grip it. 
You feel me? So I have to cuff it, you know, just to make like intermediate, short, accurate throws. But as far as like throwing that bitch 80, 70, like I got that. So are you going to OG buck us and tell us that you're the best quarterback in the league? <laughs> Sorry, Rob. He's I, I mean, personally, I know I'm a, I know. I know I'm the fastest player in the league. Like, I feel as though I'm the best player in the league, not just quarterback, like the best player. I just didn't have an opportunity to fully display it due to the, you know, bullshit I went through in Florida. So this year I actually had that opportunity to go out there and, you know, prove to Rob, prove to Matt, you know what I'm saying, prove to Corey what the business really is. Ain't nobody in my way. Coach gave me the keys. Feel me? Rest in peace. What do you Word. feel is the biggest thing standing in between your team and the A7FL championship? You know, last year the West Coast was ostensibly a race between the Aces, the Vibe, and the Force. Now, the mm-hmm. the, the there were a couple other... The pit bosses got into the conversation. The Insomniacs lagged behind. What do you have to do to jump those other four teams hypothetically to make it to an A7FL championship game? Honestly, they we, the Vegas division in general, due to the fact that they already have, well, we, due to the fact that I'm here, we already have a, a year of experience. Due to the fact like the networking market is so big here, like players are finding out. You feel me? So I, I know for a fact, like, regardless of if it's the Insomniacs, and I'm just saying that to be politically correct, if it's not the Insomniacs, you know what I'm saying, Vegas is going to be able to represent. But so I don't really think there's too much anything in the way outside of, I mean, really, BIC and the U. Because, I mean, they the standard. I played them again in the Final Four. So, like, I know the speed. I know the camaraderie. Like, I know the game. And then I took a year off, and I watched the, the league elevate. So, like, this year, it's like, I don't know. It's just going to be clockwork. Me personally, we just got to go out there and do it and stay healthy. I'm, I've been on record, Rashad, and I'm always on record on the show, I guess. But I've been on record having uh, a couple of issues with things you've said. But let okay. me just be clear. The biggest issue that I think I've ever had with anything you said is that you're going to be politically correct. So, okay. cut that shit. You just okay. you just hijacked our show, and we're actually mm-hmm. I think we're enjoying ourselves because this is fun. So yeah. don't be politically this correct. Is fun. This is fun. Absolutely. What do you got? I'm what do you got for the forces? Because that's what the the Florida guys were calling them. What do you got for the forces? <laughs> that's funny. What I got for I mean, shit, they gonna get this work. Honestly, everybody gonna get this work. It ain't just the forces. Everybody right. gonna get it. But I mean, with them. I mean, I already know they flaws. You feel me? I ain't going to speak up on it. I'm just going to expose it. But I already know they flaws. And I already know they are no no team. They're not nowhere near the team. Uh, the 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 U team that I played against in the Final Four, they're not even that. And the BIC team, I think this year and last year was better than that team. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a band. So I'm not – me personally, I'm not worried about the force, like me personally, but football is a team sport. And, you know, we just coming together. Our coach just passed. So it's like we gotta we got a lot of shit we gotta figure out and fast because the league ain't gonna play with us. The league ain't gonna give a fuck about that. 
What do you think are the things you guys have to work on? And Rob, I'll pass to you for your question. I mean, really, we just got to continue to get the chemistry. Honestly, like we still bringing players in, you know, we still, I mean, again, not to get too personal. We still, you know, got to bury our coach. Of course. Waning, waning, you know what I'm saying? Tapped into that yet, setting that reality yet. So it's like, <clears throat> it's truly one step at a time with us. Well, the nice <laughs> thing, though, the, the nice thing is, is you guys are, you know, to, to one of Rob's points that is that has been absolutely right, in my opinion, even though I've argued it, you guys have the opportunity in this Vegas fall season to start putting those pieces together. Um, okay. Tell me a little bit about the process, even though obviously it's it's been interrupted. Um, but, you know, what's the process looking like there? And are you already are you already moved out there working with your guys ready to go? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm already out here. I've been out here for close to a month now. So, uh, yeah, I've already got gotten with a lot of the guys. And um, since coach passed, you know, a lot of individuals you know was dear to him and vice versa you know they're on the brinks of you know bringing their talents to come in and just you know play for coach and bring that positive energy something that you know the organization needs and you know again they just want to do it for coach outside of that like as far as the you know league is concerned a, a lot of combines uh, a lot of going to the you know just big networking and organizations you know just trying to you know pull everything in not just the players but you know outside the uh, football field as well so yeah that's, I mean that's pretty much what Vegas been on lately uh, as for it they insomniacs I mean to be honest it's very how can I put it, it, it it's pretty like home base so you know you, you get a lot of the you know the locals and the home base guys here uh, so that, that's kind of what we have with the insomniacs so we got guys that's actually from here you know, or been here for, you know, 10, 12 years. So, you know, stay home. So, um, you know, I'm coming in from out of state, but also, you know, one of the faces, big faces and leaders in the league. So, you know, it's different. You know, they, they're gravitating to me. They respect me. Uh, I'm one of the older guys. So, you know, it, again, it's just a lot of pieces, a lot of things going on, but we, we, we bringing it together. Well, you started doing something that we did with uh, one of your counterparts out there in Vegas, which was you started listing some of the teams, you know, as both a, a player, you know, a personality and a fan of, you know, you know, the, the good teams, everything, you know, the football in general. You started listing mm -hmm. the teams that you were ranking and you started with BIC. You mentioned mm -hmm. the U. Let's mm -hmm. let's play that game a little bit. How do, how do you view the competition as it looks like it will be? in your face in 2023 next year's teams how do they look where would you mm -hmm. rank them top to bottom what are you looking at and as a guy who is familiar with the florida division played mm -hmm. up in jersey and now is out in vegas you got a unique perspective so i'd wonder where you rank some of these teams definitely um i will have to be on board with rob pertaining to the night crawlers like with the same squad coming back, and I'm sure, you know, Bagway, he like me, he got it. You know, he one phone call away, you know, from guys to really come. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. I would 
I ain't gonna put them over BIC, of course, because they the champs. And then I mean, pound for pound, all across the board, I mean, they are the best team. I mean, they the best team on film, on paper. I mean, however you want to look at it. Um, so they'll definitely be one. Um, I would, I would honestly put the Nightcrawlers at. <laughs> I would just me, you know, just to start some controversy and just looking at that game against BIC and um the Nightcrawlers and their understanding what they have uh, specifically in Mark Badway. I look at Mark Badway like me, but slower. You, but slower? That is one of the cockiest things I've ever heard in my life. I'm not going to lie to you. But I love it, though. That's the thing is. No, that's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. How about this, Rob? How about this, Rob? If the Nightcrawlers try against the rare breed and figure out a way to win a game that they should have which they didn't because they didn't try they were dancing just to be clear um let's say they did win that game rashad the next week they would have played the u in 2022 Mm -hmm. what would you think the outcome of that game would be back then hey i ain't gonna i ain't gonna hold you like i'm a huge fan of huff i just feel like huff gonna find a way to win that fucking game I just some way, form of fashion. Because, I mean, he got all the pieces around him. They got the culture. And, of course, that experience, I think, would overwhelm anybody. Honestly. So, I just feel like Huff would pull that thing out some way, form of fashion. So, when you rank the Nightcrawlers 2 in your preseason for 2023, is that just you can't help but trolling people and, and getting people's blood to boil? Or do you realistically <laughs> think that the Nightcrawlers are going to improve from the loss and do the right things to make that difference so that they're a better team than the U? Or let's be honest, are you just are you just playing a little bit of the heel for us? Um, a little bit of both, simply because I was a part of the Florida division. And, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of, you know, how they run their division. It's two different ways, two different, like, just mentalities and how they go about shit between Derek and Nick. And, you know, it's just what it is. You know, those are the two, like, division leaders. And what I'm doing in Vegas was what I was trying to do in Florida. But they hated on me. You feel me? So I come to Vegas, and for one, outside of the A7 NFL, I get a six-figure job just for just because of Derek helping me with my resume type. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's different. So I can't really that sit is here different. and say, yeah, I can't really sit here and say that, you know, Florida going to figure it out or get it together. I just know that Mark Bagway, that guy, and he, like I said, I already know he one of them guys. He are, he are two or three calls away from bringing quality players, and it don't matter who else is on that roster. As long as they got Bagway, they good. You feel me? <laughs> So three, you got the U then? Yeah, I had the U. And then just who's because four? just because you know Huff coming back. Fourth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I give it I give it to the force. I give it to so, him just for so the So just to just to just to put it in perspective, because I know we're putting you on a hot seat, so just give you all the options really yeah, you at are. that four spot. <laughs> you got you got the rare breed. The, the Baltimore mm-hmm. division champs. You got the fourth, yeah. the the Nevada division champs. Then you mm-hmm. got the the Gators who made the final four and now yeah. have a quarterback in Corey Price, the championship winning quarterback. And then you mm-hmm. had in our list, you had the Ghosts, 
We talked about the Aces, although yep. I don't know if they made it. We talked about the Ohio teams, even though the QC Crush had a better record last year. The Covington Heights got the press, so they made it in. And I'm not going to continue right. down the list. You go with it. So the, that's that's really where you are. You can go wherever you want. You said the force. Would you would you stick, yeah, stick I, to that and I, say the force stay four? Yeah, I would. I would stay the force with four due to the fact I, I like the uh, the structure that they have. I like their coach. Um, and they do have, like, actual athletes. It's just a matter of if they're going to put it together. Um, and are they, you know what I'm saying, going to mix it up a little bit as far as, like, you know, play calling and all that. Like, that's the thing. They just got to put it together. So I'm going to give them the benefit this of the a, doubt. This is a West Coast list? No. It's no not, it's see, the, I'm, not, the, I'm, not, I'm not biased. No, I'm not biased. So you have the four. After everything you've seen in this league, you still have, you have the force at four? Yeah, I got him at four. I got a method to my madness, Rob. So, so who you got at five? I'm, I'm, I'm just, five, I'm just I got, asking. Five, I'm I got Gators. Ask. Five, oh I got Gators. Really, I wanna, really, I wanna put them at four, cause I, I like their style. I like their defense. You feel me? Like I like everything about the Gators. You feel me? I like everything about them. But I feel like. Just me personally, just based off me watching. I do watch film, you know, from time to time when I have time. Um, I feel like the the Gators and the Force are similar teams. You feel me? I just what? feel like they're similar. I'm just saying. I just feel like they're similar. You know, they have – Okay, okay, okay. They they both lean on their defenses. I ain't saying who defenses. I ain't saying nobody's oh, defense okay. is better than the other. You know what? You know I what, I ain't saying nobody's defense is I better than the other. No. You're right. No, you're right. I'm, I'm going to tell you what you said. That's very right. You just compared to the force. You just compared the force to a team with no quarterback. I agree with Correct. you, Rashad. Good one. So there go we the, go. So I could, I'm not mad I at could you. go to the force. I could go to the force right now, be the quarterback, and we'll all, you know what I'm saying, we'll, they'll be a top team. And that's how I determined my decision based on where I was going to go in Vegas. I'm going to keep it real. I know they they really a quarterback away because they got the structure. They got the They got the size. They got the speed. That's one thing I do know from being out here, just hearing from everybody. Like, they got multiple guys that, that can break. Just got to contain them. So, I mean, like I said, they got the pieces. They are they well, with my, I don't know. With my favorite quarterback in the league, because to remind all of our audience, he is older than me, making me look young. So, every year <laughs> that Brock Briscoe hmm. is in the league is a year that I root for him to return. So, you're saying that the what's holding the force back might be their quarterback, but you you have them uh, uh, ranked in the preseason in front of the Gators, which we said CP3 is going there. So, in your opinion, if if everything else is equal, who wins that quarterback battle? Who's the better option for those teams? Is it is Rock Briscoe or, or Corey Price? Damn, y'all put me on the hot seat for real, didn't you? Damn, that's crazy. I'm going to go with – damn. Y'all did yeah. that. So who's the best – yeah, so we know we know what the answer is there. And, and Rock, I, you know, Corey Price is I'm gonna also go with, one of my favorite quarterbacks. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go with Corey. Just okay, because so, – so, But who's got the better because, roster then? You think the force got – you think force position to position have a better roster or – 
or is there something I ain't say, else? I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say they better, but it, they're equal. Cause I know the speed that the force got. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying like if the coach put that shit together, you know, they'll be very hard to stop. They'll go from, you know, being a you know, a defensive team to like you gotta really worry about them on both sides of the ball. Cause I ain't gonna front Pat man, he good, he he's solid. You know, I give it to him. He's slow as hell, but he's solid. Wait, wait, wait. You said Pac- Pac-Man's from the rare breed, which we, we which I was going to get to next. So that's a good segue. What about the rare breed, the the OG Buckled rare breed that you saw from Maryland? Where do and, you and see? So so here's my thing. From four, from four to six, it, it could really be rare breed, uh, um, rare breed, gators, force, however you want to put it. I would put Red Breed at that six because they're really like all three of those teams are sort of the same to me. To me, like, I, and I'm thinking from a player and me watching from film and dissecting shit, you know, because you know, a dude kind of look different, if, even if though I was you know, any of those teams, if I was any of those teams, I would be very offended right now. I ain't gonna lie to you. Well, how about but this then? Well, well, how about That's this then? And Rashad, like. Look, this is opinion shit, so you're not right or wrong. I mean, everybody has the right to their own opinion, and and for whatever reason. Right. But what I do, and we're putting you on a hot seat, which is fair. Right. But it's gonna get a little bit hotter because why not? Fuck it. What is your opinion of OG Buck as a quarterback who, as we learned two weeks ago, is returning to the rare breed to run it back with pretty much the same plan, the same roster, and you know, less mm-hmm. the quarterback that he decided to go to in the fourth quarter. Sorry, Rob, he's groaning. So here's my thing. I haven't really watched film on bro. I'm going to be totally honest with you. So I can't really sit here and, you know, really speak on bro game. I'm going to keep it all the way honest. So, you know, if you feel me in between, the, if you could compare, compare him or his team, to somebody in the league, maybe I could be able to help you with that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't really. I got you. And then know. how about this? So we're not here to test your knowledge on the whole league. That that's not your. That's not. That shouldn't be your job. You guys are gearing up for a fall season where you're 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 struggling to recover from a from a devastating tragedy. So let's just get yeah. to this. When we talked about the West, you you were you were saying you know and and really referring to your own skill and what you can control. So I, I do appreciate that. But let's just yeah. expound on it a bit more. You were saying that at the end of the day, you weren't really worried about the West Coast and what's going on out there. But when you look at, you know, realistically what you guys can achieve preseason as the Insomniacs headed into the spring, what are your expectations for a season that I'm assuming, and I would have let you just do it, but I'm just going there to just not waste the time. Because obviously, I'm pretty sure you and all of the guys for the Insomniacs are dedicating this season to a man that we lost too soon, Donnie Bunak. But what are your expectations once we finally get it, everything together, all the practices done, all the talking and podcasts are over with, and that first whistle blows for the 2023 A7FL spring? I mean, we're always looking to compete for a championship. I don't know any individual, any team, organization who would sit especially preseason and say that they're not playing for a championship especially fifty thousand uh, dollars who are you are, who are you who are you gearing up against to and, and really excited to show your thing against next year oh i mean the standard is 
the force. I mean, they're the, they're our division's champions. So until we, you know, prove that we can beat them, you know, that's that's kind of the standard here. So that's you know what we're we're going after, and then ultimately BIC. You're when not we worried ask, about any team from Florida at all. Like you're not worried about anybody from Florida. Uh, I mean, the Nightcrawlers, of course. But like, like Devon, like I left the A team. See, here's the thing: I left the A team, and then I played two games with the Orange. You don't think those guys are gonna have smoke for you when you know you guys line up against each other and that whistle blows, Bruh, So all the stuff that I did with the A team, I did that without a playbook. We had no playbook. No, I'm not worried about eighteen. Tell tell Devon Gray to send you his playbook. Send him your play. You know what I'm saying? Just ask him for the playbook and see what he sends you. Because I didn't go out there. I we didn't play the final four with the playbook. We went out there like grandma backyard football, and yeah, thought we were gonna beat the youth. I don't know what the hell uh, Bros was thinking. So no, I'm not worried about eighteen. No, I'm not worried about orange. Even though I do like uh, D. Who the, who the head coach? I do rock with him. Um, I know he got you know some things to bring to the table, but no, no. When we talked to when we talked to Curtis Pacman Jones uh, when he was on our podcast, we asked him uh, because Derek Duncan was kind of like aligning for a potential Insomniacs Force Week One matchup, and I don't know if you listened to the other side of the ball over there. Um, you know, you were on it. I'm sure you listened to that one. Uh, you know, yeah. I would have if I was on there, which I have. I was on the first yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Um, I heard about it. But he was saying, Curtis Backman Jones was saying that he wasn't even really excited to play you guys because you were 0-6. Now, a lot of that uh, – I've talked to the guys behind the scenes of Vegas. A lot of that 0-6 was because – you know, Coach Bunak was literally dealing with health issues that we obviously knew were, you know, serious. So, you know, with a lot of things kind of, you know, pulling your your group together as opposed to last year, maybe pulling the group apart. Um, what do you have to say for a potential week one matchup? And, you know, who who are you looking to call out for that first game? Um, of, of course, anybody who is on the schedule week one is going to get that work. Uh, me personally, uh, I wanted that. Honestly, that 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 force game first week. Me, I just want to go ahead and get it out of the way. We want to see what's up once and for all. And um, with Pac Man, and it, it's just, I just think it's fucked up how he went about it. But that's why I try to be politically correct because a lot of things you say can you know come back to haunt you. So you just got to be be cautious. But you know, he's just looking by it. Like you said, he's not worried about the 0-6 and Samyak. So it's just like, all right, cool. Like, you ain't got to be worried, you know, till you get punched in the mouth. So it's just like, it's just one of those things. You feel me? I worry about every opponent. I'm more worried about the 0-6 opponent, if anything. <laughs> but Well, I, I'll, you know, I'll be I'll, – I'll say this. So, I'll say this. You know, and, and again, and, and again, and again with Pat, bro, with him, I ain't got nothing against nobody, but it's just real recognized, real this way. He ain't had that energy move was on there uh, on the West Coast podcast. It was more kumbaya, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, let's be honest. You know, when when you Vegas, guys were on the podcast. Hey, hey, he, he. 
that was cool and everything. But at the end of the day, when I had him on the podcast, I wasn't like going to let that shit slide because, you know, this is the three on one and I'm not going to be the only one left here holding the bag, talking <laughs> shit about other people and walking onto a field with those same people ready to kill me. So, yeah, that's true. No, that's true, too. But at the same time, like, I just look at it like you are who you are at the end of the day. So. You know, I'm coming into another state, and yo, our first, this is my first time meeting, bro. I ain't never met, bro. You know, outside of like the podcast, I don't, he ain't even a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter friend of me. So that's our first interaction. So, you know, if you ain't come with smoke, then I'm expecting you not to come with smoke the second time. That's who you are. So he showed you, me. You don't, think, you don't, you don't think it was a hey, I'm gonna show him love on you know on the West Coast pod and. You know, let's let's do a West Coast United situation. Then, you know, after that, hey, it's still war on this side. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think he could have been coming from that angle? I mean, he could have, but that ain't how I rock. You know what I'm saying? It's either, you know, I'm either left or right, not a day. Like, I don't really play that role. Like, if I rock with you, I rock with you. You know, if I don't rock with y'all, like, I wouldn't have got on this podcast. You feel me? I would have got on this podcast and went crazy and then got off. So I don't know. Just people, you know, handle certain shit, certain situations different, you know. I'm just one of the ones, you feel me? Well, I mean, we've heard we've heard great stories about you. And honestly, when you first came on the Vegas podcast, I'm listening, grumpy old man, get off my lawn, you know, stationary quarterback fossil in in, you know, in in the Paleolithic era seven. <laughs> so you could understand where I'm coming from. But I I heard some of the shit you were spitting over there, nah, and, and and for sure talk your shit and 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 you know plant the seeds for all of us to enjoy, you know either what happens in in the positive or negatives next year when we're watching you on film. Um, but for 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 me, what I'm excited about to see from what you guys are bringing out there is, is that it's more than just you know the kumbaya that that Derek Duncan is trying to build with that Vegas brotherhood. And I would like to, you know, I would like to invite you guys to 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 make sure that these games are primetime television because word on the street from my guy Matt Ryan. And when I need an A7 fix, I I I, I hit up my guy. Remember, <laughs> remember a couple of episodes we were talking about my guy? Well Matt Ryan's my A7 guy. And he okay. said that you guys might be featuring some primetime games. So, you know, that's something mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to, whether it's watching or calling, because yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm primetime. So, you know, we in Vegas. Let's go. Number one sports market in the world, uh, soon to be. Number one, one of the top markets in the world. So, yeah, we need all that primetime. And, you, and, you're, and you're really, like, requesting all the smoke, and we love that. Um, yeah, I don't you were saying, from, we're saying you, you you rock with people, and that's awesome because we've heard the stories of you talking to you know Huff and the guys from the U, and you know making friends with them after that game, and mm-hmm. you know we've even heard all the guys that you were talking about, you know bringing bringing, you know going over to Vegas, you know especially when we talked to Mark Cooper. So those are the guys you fuck with, but mm-hmm. like you said, you if if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Who don't you fuck with in the A7FL? Just to spill a little bit more tea, because why not? This is the three-on-one, not the other side of the ball. That's crazy. I mean, it ain't nobody that I don't truly fuck with simply because, like, it ain't life or death, so it ain't that deep. 
But uh, I mean, I ain't gonna front like the whole Florida division. Really, like, irks me. It's like you know, seventy, eighty percent of those guys is just I don't know. What is it I about? Just, what is it about the culture down there that kind of turns you off? It because uh, we talked about this with Mark. You know what uh, I mean? What? What's yeah, your like, thing? They don't take it. I mean, they didn't take the A seven NFL series, so I just feel like if they didn't take the A seven NFL series, like. Boy, you don't take your job serious. You don't take your family serious. Like, boy, you don't take nothing serious. Like, that's just how I look at shit. Like, they didn't even – we didn't even practice. Like, the think about this. They wondered why – by the way, I'm eight for eight in returns in Florida. There's three guys against me. And I'm talking about I probably destroyed the whole Tampa Bay Nightcrawler roster by myself. They switched from three players so many damn times. They heads were spinning. You feel me? So it's just like I don't know. They they just don't, they ain't take it serious. They ain't take that that market serious. They ain't take the networking serious. They ain't take the practice serious. Like they didn't take it serious. I feel like if it was in Miami, then it'd be a whole different ball game. You feel me? Whole different ball game. Do you think that that attitude is more of a built-in excuse? If they fail, they could say they weren't taking it serious. Or do you think? Or do you think that if like Devon was on our show last week and he said that if Mark Bagway had a bigger bag to chase, that it would be a wrap. What do you think that mm-hmm. that not trying thing or or that built in is it a built in excuse or are we just in store are are we just basically on the clock for when Florida decides to play serious and then the rest of the rest of the league is on notice? I mean, even if they go about it like that, like it's 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 states like Nevada who, you know, actually serious about it in year two, you know. So, you know, that'll catch up with them. I mean, yeah, Florida got the talent, but, you know, that's talent alone, as you saw, ain't going to beat no BIC. You saw that, right? Apparently. So, you know, it's going to take a little more than talent, you know. So, I, I Rob, Rob, what do you what do you think about that? What What's your take on the structure of Vegas versus the talent of Florida? Uh, my stance is going to remain the same no matter what Vegas does. The, Vegas, the only way Vegas can show me that they got to shut me up. They have to show me that they can compete on the level that we saw based on, and I'm basing everything off what I just saw. I'm not basing it right. off of potential. I'm not basing right. it off of the moves that were made. Based off what I just saw, not a single team in Vegas could compete with what Mark Bagway and those guys got going on over there. So agree. For, That's agree. For, yeah. For, so, so for me, being with you, being in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so for me, it's like Vegas is Vegas is making a lot of moves because if they don't, they're going to look like the worst division. They have to make those moves. It's, it's, it's necessary. Florida. Now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Nah, nah, they do. Nah, they do got to make those moves. Cause you Facts. know, the first year, the first year in Vegas, I mean, the first year in Florida, bro, it won't, it won't like that until a guy like Bagway came into the picture. It's gonna right. take guys like Bagway to, you know, bring notice to the A seven NFL and to realize exactly. that you know they're there. So, and, but, but I agree with Vegas, that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Vegas, this is Vegas's first year, not LA, not the West Coast, but this is Vegas's right. first year. They have to make those right. phone calls. But in Florida's mm-hmm. first year. They seen what was up, and they made the phone call. Bagway showed up. What happens when yeah. Bagway makes a phone call? 
then Vegas is still a year or two behind. You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying that Vegas will never catch up because they will. Of course they will. They're they're athletes. They're competitors. They're definitely going to catch up. But as it stands right now, Vegas has to show me. Okay. And that's understandable. One, that's what I'm here for. You feel me? That's why y'all talking to me because y'all already know we're going to bring that thigh out or at least y'all have a sense. You feel me? So it's like one thing I need y'all to understand about Vegas is 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 more so like a culture, you feel me? Instead of like, I don't know, like the guys are here, right in the crib. They just need the they needed something like the A seven NFL, cause the semi pro, you know what I'm mm. saying, field is waved out. Like Florida got semi pro, NFL, all types of leagues, flag, all of that. Like it ain't like that here in Vegas. Like the semi pro is really you know fading out. So it's like A seven NFL, like. I ain't gonna front. It's a blessing to Nevada, cause like you said, bro, a year Florida figured it out pretty much. They got a bad way. So with I ain't gonna front. With me coming here, I ain't gonna front. It, it brought a lot of light. They said they fell, and then from there, guys started coming. These combines, more people started coming. So right, again, right. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what force is gonna look like. I know they got more players. I know all the teams in the division. You know what I'm saying? Got you know players. So. You know, who knows? You feel me? And, and I'm on the same page as you, Rob, so I'm not disagreeing with you just to kind of further the point, though. What what would be your response be- to the the thing that we talk about where Curtis Pacman and Jones and Trey Robinson of the Pit Bosses, top-level talent guys from the Vegas division, they got the workouts for the USFL and the XFL. So – According to pro scouts, there are guys over in that division that do have the the things you look for. A hundred percent. I believe so. I just want to be clear. When I say like Vegas isn't there, I don't I don't mean talent wise. I don't mean skill set. I don't mean competitiveness. It's the and I've said it before. It's that little bit of understanding of the game mm-hmm. fully. Yep. It's the same yep. way I don't really say, like, I, I'll give you this. In Ohio, the Covington Heights are going to have a one-up on everybody. They've been here. They felt it. We talked right. to those guys. So while everybody else in Ohio is going to be running speed sweeps and getting crushed, those guys are going to be running in between the tackles, scoring touchdowns at will. It, it's just a difference in experience with, with, with the Vegas Force, who has gone the farthest, who has the only West Coast team to ever win on the East Coast, kudos again. They have a lot of experience. They're going to beat a lot of teams. They're going to walk around with, like, you know, like this shit no stink. And I, I respect that. But I still think that there needs to be some improvements in certain spots. And they know that. They know that. And if yeah. they improve there, they can be competitive. Well, here's a question. Freaking, I, I can know. say this. I I, I can say this real quick. Like, remember, Vegas is a huge network and a huge market. Like I said, it's a lot of people that know about it now. So, you know, of, of course, like I tell my my guys, bro, yeah, we out here practicing. Yeah, we look good catching this damn ball. But y'all don't understand that Final Four speed, bro. Like, I've seen it. And trust right, me, Rob, right. trust me, I, I'm, I'm in these boys' ears. You feel me? And I got young guys, bro. My guy's like 23, 24. I'm 32, by the way. Like, I ain't old, but I'm one of the oldest on my team. So they look at me, you know what I'm saying, for that that leadership, that voice, that you, you feel me? And with me being able to play against the youth, like, 
at their best at that, bro. Like, I, I got a sense. You feel me? I yeah, think, what were you going to say, Matt? I think that Nevada is the most in position to succeed out West. But my thing is what happens in a hypothetical Western conference in the playoffs when a Covington heist have to go to Vegas or Vegas has to come out to Ohio and they play because you're talking about Covington and the force. Those two teams I think would set the pace for the entire West Western conference. Yeah. Well, you got to look at it like this. And I'm just, you know, I'm very transparent. At the end of the day, you have me on the inside of your I average right now 31 points a game. So you take that and you say the the force, the reigning defending champions of the, the Nevada division, you take that and then, you know, pit bosses, you can take them. And at the end of the day, you can mix that together, and boom, you can just kind of got to figure it out. I'm going to keep it real. Me on anybody's team, we beat anybody any day. With the structure, with time, with practice, we beating anybody. You feel me? That's just how I feel. And, I, so, and I'll give you that because that special teams, the special teams aspect of the game is very major and has changed. <laughs> it, changed it changes how the game looks. It changes the the you marching down the field scoring a touchdown for Ashante Worthy to walk one back. That, that offense has to go right back on the field and defend their spot again. Like it does change the game. And like you said, some people haven't seen what playoff speed, like Final Four speed, is different. I like that. I like that you said that. That was that's definitely something I agree with 100. percent Yeah, bro. You got two guys that like I seen Deion Davis. You know what I'm saying. And, and those other guys, they were fast. So, like, yeah, I was scoring three returns in the regular season against Florida. But, you know, you get to get to levels like that. Like, every possession count. And like you said, the returns is major. No time off the clock. You score two or three times, bro. That, like you said, that, that's, that, that's my favorite part of the game. I'm going to keep it a band. <laughs> well, and, and what Matt said I think is interesting, Rashad, because you're talking about speed. And the U, we know, has the speed. But one thing that I think overwhelmed Florida, who yeah. I would say, Rashad, you guys you guys on that team at, at least had some speed yourselves. But what overwhelmed you was yeah. the physicality. So what I think Matt was basically saying is, is, you know, Vegas somehow has to travel to Ohio and face the physicality they've already proven to have. That's going to be an interesting, you know, juxtaposition of styles, which I think is going to be the beauty of this interleague play that might end up being one of the most interesting way, uh, things to look at in the 2023 season. I agree. Now, how about this, though, Rob? Listen to this line of questioning. And I don't know if this is what we're – you know, I'm not prophesizing this, but it, it is really interesting hearing Rashad, you know, as confident as he is. Let's just play a little game where we might end up saying that you know, maybe we make the assumption that it's it's and no offense, Rashad, but that is not mm-hmm. just talk and that it ends up being real. But let me ask you mm-hmm. this, Rob. BIC, they went to the championship in 2021. What was probably the biggest reason for their success that season? Um, youth, hunger, 
um, what's what one um, specific roster move do you think was the biggest difference that year? Oh, putting 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 Stereo at quarterback, uh, an unknown guy. And what's what was Stereo Codrington's number one attribute? That was it, and especially in twenty twenty one. Right, and then and then sure. let me ask, let me ask you the kicker, which makes this really kind of interesting. And Rashad, let's just be clear: uh, this is not a prediction that I'm making. When when you yeah. are not on our show, I will probably bring the same heat, and we've talked privately, so you know that I'm going to bring the same energy. I know you're going to bring the same energy. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. But let me ask you this, Rob: What was the record that BIC had in 2020, the year before they made that run to the championship? In Salas oh, tournament, I think they were three and three. No, that was 2019. Thing? You're talking about 2019. How many wins yeah. did they have in 2020? Yeah, I see. Don't have that many wins in 2020. In the Salas tournament, did they win one game? They didn't. They were over, Rob. I know you were still playing. No, and you don't were do that. Don't. No, no, but yeah, I, no way. BIC in 2020, the year before they got Sterry Codrington, a fast quarterback that ended up being a, a Lamar Jackson 2.0 type of guy, they were over. Rashad, I just made a parallel between you and Sterry Codrington and Insomniacs and BIC. Mm-hmm. How about expectations, huh? I'm gonna let oh, you yeah. know, Corey. I'm I mean, you, you know, and, you and it and it's crazy you say that. If it was anybody, he'll be the only guy, like in a foot race. You know what I'm saying? That I could say could stick with me. I just know my my takeoff is faster than his. Well, let me just say this, Rob. To stay on the same point, what he fast, held? Though. I already know. Like, he ain't what even, held ain't BIC? Even, what held BIC back from winning the championship in 2021? Youth, youth, and inexperience, and specifically with the player we were just mentioned, what what did he have to add to his game that he didn't have in twenty twenty one that he showed in twenty twenty two when they when he did win the MVP and the championship? Another year of playing a seven. See, and Honestly, Rashad, what I'm saying is, is talk that to he him real quick. Talk he to added, him. he added yeah. the arm element to his game. So if you want to maybe even, you know, jumpstart that insomniac train, don't just don't yeah. just rely on your speed, which might work out west. We talk about final four speed. You know, there's also final four coverage as well. Yeah, it is. And you know, I've been, you know, now granted, the U didn't have to uh show too much when we played them, because they just didn't. But leading into Rob, that, I watch I watch film. You know what I'm saying? I understood what was going on. Trust me. Trust me. I know what's up. I just got to get, you know, my guys ready for that because they're not going to see it until they actually get there. And, you know, playing at a level like that, you know, a, a BIC, Red Breed, um, it's going to take, you know, about a quarter of football maybe, you know, to, to kind of figure that shit out. Hopefully not a quarter. You want to figure it out, you know, first few possessions. But, you know, for a team, like I said, we're young. We haven't been there. But I know with the talent that we have and the work ethic and the drive. Um, hold on, y'all. With the drive, they, they definitely can get there. We can definitely get there. But when we get there, you know, 
They ain't seen it before. But you know how it go. Well, hey man, Rashad, if you could be if you, you could be Sterrick Codrickson, your team might have success this year. I'm I'm a little faster than him. Just a step or two. So you'll see that. And I think that bulletin board material is a great way to end it. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Rashad Davis, the quarterback of the Las Vegas Insomniacs, ostensibly the captain of the Insomniacs. Rashad, if uh, people tried to find you on social media, where could they find you? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Rashad Davis. You can do that. You know, everybody tap in. You know, a lot of it, you know, just come say what's up. I don't really be, you know, too deep on there. You know, just having fun, posting pics of the family and friends, having a good time. So, yeah, just follow. Rest in peace, Coach. And definitely doing it for him. Well, we're excited to see what you guys do in 2023. Excited to see what Vegas does in 2023. Corey, Rob, I'm getting more excited day after day, about what we're going to see in 2023. And we want you guys to be excited as well. Go down into the show notes. Go to tinyurl.com slash A7FLmerch to pick up your three-on-one podcast merch. And also, as always, be able to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. However you're listening to us, we appreciate you listening. And shout out to our Case on Campbell Instagram video, which surpassed 8 million views on Instagram this week. So, Shout out to tinyurl.com. We we can't let Rashad go because Rob has to win every single episode. <laughs> but maybe I don't, I don't know if he won this. I don't know if he won. I, I think I got him. All right. So tinyurl.com backslash A7FL merch. And somehow my mouth always gargles those words. You're welcome, <laughs> audience. You can make fun of me all you like. But what shirt are you rocking with, Rashad? Pause. What did I pause there? Nothing. Tell them the shirts. You, you got to give them the shirt options. Thick boy season. Oh, pause. There you go. Thick boy season. <laughs> pause, pause. I'll try, which I just did and failed. Oh, he dipped. He, 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 he couldn't give an answer. He loves all of the shirts, so he had to dip. But on well, let me just, I wasn't let me just be clear, Matt. Yo, change this Zoom meeting because we ain't getting hijacked next week. Fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna have to add a password or something. Maybe you know, we're gonna have to use. I Zoom know ID. it had to be Mark Cooper. Who else had it? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Mark Cooper. It was Casey Cox? It was or Casey it, Cox. Or it was Casey Fennessy. Who knows? <laughs> he hit me the up the other night, heard, by the, the way. First that we've heard from uh, Casey Cox, and it wasn't even his voice talking. Damn. Damn, Corey. I told you I'll try, but I don't ever make any promises. No, you don't. You don't. But before the spice gets too much, before it goes uh, goes Trent Krim levels of spice, we're going to hit the road here. And as always, don't be an asshole. I'll try. It's Matt Ryan. Are you enjoying this A7FL podcast? Well, I'm glad you are, because that means you can give us money. 
That's right. You can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. Up there right now, we have some Thick Boy Season merchandise. We've got some Hus Hus shirts. And also, we've got some Corey Hammond-related merchandise coming soon. A Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond's t-shirt, hoodie, and a whole lot more. You can get all of them right now, sent to you nice, comfy, and cozy at tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. And also, you can find it in the show notes. Now back to that podcast you like. 